I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. Good afternoon. It is Monday, May 17th, 2021, episode 54 of What Do We Know? I'm Dan Roskell, here with Dave Geller. Dave, what's up? A lot is up. A lot is definitely up. First of all, uh, happy, happy uh, Shavuot. Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach to you. Actually, um, just finished services this morning <gasps> online. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's great to be here. It's a special day. Always a special day that when we're uh, hanging out together. You know, it's funny because Shavuot, for those of you that do not know, is the uh, celebrates two things. Dave, what are the two things it celebrates? You can get me one of them for free. Um, the uh, giving of the Torah. Yeah. And the second thing? You tell me. The uh, the wheat harvest, seven wheat. weeks after oh, Passover, yes. oh, which man. is the barley yeah. harvest. Yeah. So did you harvest any wheat this morning? I did not. You probably we, did not. But we did finish <laughs> counting the 50 days from pe- second day of pe- Pesach, Passover, sure. until today. Actually, it was a part of um, last night at our temple, Amuna, something called a sermon slam, where... You had a... Oh, there was a tikkun. A tikkun, all night oh, learning. And I was asked to be nice. part of the second annual, because it started last year during sure. um, COVID uh, online, uh, giving a brief three to four minute sermon um, related to anything you wanted to about the counting of the days. And what did you talk about? I talked about... Um, Basically, I started off talking, uh, it was brief, and I talked, um, they said the easiest counting that I've done all year has been the counting of the days from Passover until Shavuot, because the methodical method of counting the Omer, which is a, 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 a amount of grain um, mm-hmm. that you count every day, mm-hmm. uh, was better than all the numbers that we counted all year. And I, and I said to quote uh, Mickey... Rooney, who played Chris Kringle in Santa Claus is Coming to Town, um, you just need to put one foot in front of the other, and you will soon be walking out the door. I'm really sad I missed this and in real time. You I, didn't tell me this was happening, so I couldn't log on and watch. I talked about um, you know all the numbers, right? Six feet, three feet, one mask, two sure. masks, 60% sure. sanitizer with uh, alcohol and hand sanitizer. And then I talked about how, really, I said, um, one foot in front of the other, and, and then I... Um, Recited the Shema, right? Shema Yisrael, Anelahino Anayachad. Um, Hero Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one. This talk is taking a turn early. That, it's serious territory. That was, to me, the most important number. What is the most important number is one. Achad. One day at a time, one foot at a time, one patient at a time. One pot at a time. Yeah, so that's what I talked about. Mazel tov. Yeah, thank you. I think it went well. Who read the Ten Commandments this morning? Um, it was... Um, Ann Miller. Excellent. Excellent. Trish did a wonderful job with she the two sets of notes, the upper ta'ame and the lower ta'ame for public reading, right? Yes. Very exciting. So, ba- so not for nothing, it's the best It's the best portion to chant is Yitro. It's beautiful Hebrew. It's mm-hmm. wonderful stuff. Great tune, great vocabulary, great flow. You could, you could, Sorry chant, that I you could it. chant it off the top of your head. Uh, some of it, not all of it, right? Anyway, so we're going to march into counting some other things in a second day. That's, I'm very happy for you. I was funny because you said to me that you're going to go to services, and I had forgotten that you actually weren't going to the synagogue. I'm like, yep, oh, Dave's exactly. going to temple. Yep, yep. Actually, no, you're just logging on. I'm like, oh, you're here, you were here pretty fast. Yeah, it actually <laughs> was an early morning service. They have a sunrise service, yep. right? And that was in person, but this was online. Sure. Actually, I led the early part of the service, which is really nice. Your God. old friend, Rabbi Eisenman, came back. Excellent. Um, Excellent. He usually does, and it was good. 
Wow, you've had a full day. Yeah, as you know, it was a great. That was last night. Did you sleep last night? Um, I went to bed around. I went to bed late, but I didn't stay up for the whole learning. I can never do that. I I respect my my body. So for you, what does late mean for you? Late now, the old days, late routine when I was younger. I'm not talking about the old days. Was one, two right in the now. morning. Now I'm usually falling asleep by ten o'clock at night. Get out of here. Yeah, and last night I stayed up to eleven. Um, it's funny. Last night we watched a show. It ended at like ten fifteen, and then after five minutes of the second show, I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna, gonna go to bed right now. I'm just drained. But I'm, but I, you know, my we talked about this a little bit. My clocks changed. Right, I used to stay up to one, two in the sure. morning, and then wake up at seven thirty or eight to get to yeah. work. And now I go to bed at ten and wake up at six thirty, six forty. So. It's a whole different ball you know, game. You know what's waking me up these days, David? Not me. Birds. Birds. The birds are so birds. damn loud this month. It's crazy. And like so, they just set up shop right outside the house. And Davi wakes up. I wake up. I'm like, what? It's 5 o'clock. Be quiet. You know, I can barely see the sun in the east. Speaking of birds, excited. I actually watched Angry Birds 2 again. Oh, stop it. What I, and it was, it was even more. Jen watched it this time with uh, Madison and myself. And it was even better the second time around. I, 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 and color me skeptical. of Davi, Davocado, the the best nickname ever. That's the best nickname Had a birthday. Ever. Dobby. Happy birthday, Davi. Yeah. So she is how old now? She is seven. Um, she was upset because she said to us, this was Saturday morning, she goes, when's my birthday parade? <laughs> and we're like, uh, Davi. That's over. No, no parade this year. So she wasn't super happy, but we had a nice celebration. Did you have the kids all walk around, the march around the room with the flags? We did not do that. Uh, I mean, Saturday feels like a year ago. I remember what we did. There's probably some sports. There's probably a game. There were probably some practices. Uh... Do you remember the remember the Sesame Street? You ever watched Sesame Street when you were younger? Yeah, but I was pretty young. Do you ever remember there's all kinds of people in your neighborhood song yes. when they come by in those little cars bouncing around the boat? I remember right? the song, Dave, not the imagery. So that it's the I, I guess I'm always about I'm always about images and and um, memories together, right? Sure. Uh, so I can just imagine all your kids getting make, taking like cardboard. This is where my mind goes quickly, right? Jocelyn, my my middle daughter says I take things eight steps too far, maybe ten. Sometimes. So I can just imagine James and Oren and. And um, easily all taking cardboard boxes, making little vehicles out of them and bouncing around the house for Davi. Uh, definitely that did not happen. All right. Uh, <laughs> Dave, um, but the week that was, I mean, what a week. I feel like you know, you know, we hinted at last Tuesday about the vaccines and the masking and, and a lot's gone on, which we'll come back to. But, um, you know, in my life, I mean, what happened? Uh, Oren got his first vaccine on Saturday up in Lowell. So that was very nice. That was very nice. Uh, early morning, we had town meeting, which went... Uh, Four and hours, 45 minutes. It was really hot, but then the clouds came out, thank goodness. I mean, it took care of all the business we needed to. Any big School topics? budget passed unanimously, unanimously. Uh, without any kind of discussion, which is incredible for $43 million. And the big article about Indigenous Peoples Day renaming fa- I, passed fairly easy after about 12 or 15 comments from the public. So I, IPD. IPD. So that will be happening uh, second Monday in October. Uh, Several I'll just tell them my, my kids had a great week. James had nine RBI in three games for Bedford, which is awesome. Very proud of him. And Orm ran a 531 outdoor mile. 531. Which makes no sense given his indoor times, which predicts at a time that's probably 45 seconds faster. But he said, listen, I wore spikes. I didn't get tired. I'm like, you know, keep running. And he's doping. And he's probably doing what Drago did in Rocky IV. But yes. other than that, I he's think training he's, he has altitude. grown a lot this year, probably high six inches. training. So, here we go. So if I heard correctly, James had nine RBIs in one game, which no, is no, no, amazing. No, over, for over three games. Cycle. Over three games. Take it easy. Yeah, it's it crazy. But the, the funny part, Dave, is you know, like you called me Friday when I was at Latin. Actually, it was against Latin at West Roxbury High School on a turf field. 
in an eight inning game, which took two hours and 45 minutes, which Bedford lost 13 to 12 very, very painfully. But you got a lot of that from me in real time. You were time. giving me play by play. <laughs> I, me- I remember like logging on to the MLB.com, right? And you could watch the game. Yeah, you're watching the Bedford game. You, you know, you just watch the, it was like uh, visuals where they would have sure. the, have like the first base go second base hit, you know, yep. this and that. And they tell you the pitch pitches and, and the placement. Um, Crazy so, game. So that was a great play by play. You almost as good as Joe Buck and Joe uh, Castiglione. Joe Buck. So quite. They, so that's was a turf, that job by his That's father. a turf field. Turf baseball. That's field. crazy. There's some. Of, there's one in Watertown. There's one at West Roxbury. How there's one up at Shawshank. Can't be many turf fields around. There's more common for baseball. I mean, you can use it year round. It's nice. Um, I guess the turf has come a long way since when we were youth. So you know, the anxiety around what's the effect of turf on kids is you know still I think unsettled you know by everyone but you know they're, they're being built and they're wonderful there's one here for soccer which works nicely and lhs has a turf field somewhere i assume or no they it's a football field turf is on grass i think it's all grass interesting that might change real eventually. mud real mud real that's mud what sal kicked it sal freelick kicked it hard playing on the mud yeah, field you bet he did gatorade player of the year um and uh, pt is going great yeah it's funny I, I was last monday we were sitting here talking about pt and my leg was just like my knee was sore um, but I think combination of the cortisone and the exercises, it feels like literally 50% better this week. So I was biking a little bit this weekend, which makes me really happy. People so, have to put a lot of value on PT, right? It's always, I hurt my knee, yeah. got to go to ortho. Well, so often you can go to PT first. And they a good PT like the I one you're known, seeing, yeah. Karen, over at Professional Physical Therapy, PT. who I know very well. Bill She's one of, the best, Ricca. one of the best PTs around. And they, they can take care of a lot of stuff. Good for you. Well, that's fine. She gave me a hard time about some of my form the first time I came in. And then the second time, there was another exercise tech there. And she's like, oh, watch this form there with the side, ste- side steps. And so I told Charlotte, like, hey, watch this. I did it much better the second time around. Um, but no, PT can be fun. So no, PT, low, you know, high, high reps, low weight. No, especially you know, there's a group of people there. It's kind of like a little, work, little workout buddies there, you know. And it's, uh, there's a lot to be said for a good physical therapist. And maybe we'll have one of them on the pods. That would be exciting. But, you know, last weekend, we went for a couple hikes. And I just felt very sore and, and sort of unconfident on that knee which was wobbling and then we went for a hike yesterday and i felt just like solid you know so i'm not going to run but it, it feels like it's don't a safer, safer knee don't get and ahead. stronger knee and we saw literally yesterday a, a two and a half foot black garden snake from very close range which was awesome so as you crazy. probably saw from my wife's instagram we were all hiking and it was like frogs and birds and geese and snakes and it was a beautiful spring day to be outside but the snake was legit it was huge so I like that. That's, I I would not have enjoyed seeing a snake. Okay. It's not going to get you. So it wasn't a viper or a python? It was probably a, a water black. snake because it went right in the water when it hurt us and then came back around under like a, one of those little python. bog bridges. Um, what's up with you? I mean, I'm talking a lot. You know, other than your other than your sermon and, and prayerful morning, you had a good week? Yeah, uh, last week was great. Um any yeah. strange injuries at Bedford Pediatrics other than my son's not broken finger, which we thought maybe it was broken? I was sh- sure just from the, the picture. That's, that's you know, uh, <laughs> I f- you know, we, there's so many times we'll see kids with a, with an injury and we're like, yeah, it's not broken. And it's worse it's than bro- you think, right? <laughs> and we say, yeah, that's definitely broken. And it's, I mean, I didn't examine him in person. I saw the picture you sent me and I know that uh, Jen saw him in person. Yep. But just from the, it looked like it was deviated, like it was it, it dislocated or broken. But that was just the swelling, and it's great when it's not. You know, You're very happy it's not a broken finger. Super um, happy. So we're seeing a ton right now of allergies. That's yeah. huge. Well, the pollen is like snow globing it's out crazy. there. Like yesterday we were walking, it was like the the street was just blown across with white pollen. I'm like, that is n-. lucky. I'm not allergic to that stuff, but it's it's thick. 
if you're not allergic, you may be now because it's just not that you're going to become allergic, but it's just it's over. It's like it's, it's like overwhelming people who um, who either have minimal allergies or, or significant. Was your allergies. car green this morning from drifting? My car pollen? was green. I, so I, was mine. I, I used my windshield wipers, and, Matt, and Madison said, "What is that fluid you're using as the car windshield wiper fluid?" Madison, <laughs> it washes off the window. It's, it's all true, <laughs> David. Breaking news. Yeah, oh, it was so breaking. On the way over here, try not to, to oh um, look at my phone. I had not I read driving. everything, but let me, let me give you the bullet points as I see them. First of all, as of tomorrow, in youth sports, no masks. Sports, no masks tomorrow. Breaking youth news. I remember, sports, no, no masks. masks. No, so this is so just to back No up masks again. in baseball, no masks so in tennis. That's what I did this morning. I'm all, I, I, I was um, talking on this Facebook Live group about guidelines and recommendations versus the law. Oh, right? yeah, there we go. And, and AP puts out guidelines and recommendations. The CDC puts out guidelines and recommendations. <laughs> What's and, about journalism? And people, What's about health? <laughs> and, people, and people take, no, they're, no, they're keeping your kids safe sure. right? in terms of preventing sudden infant death syndrome. There are guidelines sure, sure. and vitamin D supplementation and wearing helmets. And some of these things go from people follow very closely because yeah. they're, they're, they're health-related, major health sure. issues. Sure. And some people don't. And some things turn into law, right? Like wearing a helmet if you're a certain age and wearing a seatbelt. All these things turn into law. Sure. So the CDC um, has changed their guidelines, and now we're seeing now the states changing their we laws. Are. We so are. take it away. Sorry. Well, I didn't even talk about the CDC announcement, which dropped on Thursday, Friday for my hashtag Rochelle Walensky, hashtag taught her kids. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, so, but today for that's, the... Co- wait, wait, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, God, it's oh, not, it's no, not, it's not important for I right want now. a direct that's line to her to say, nice job. Well, she caused a firestorm there and the test fight in with, Congress with, and the next day the guidance changed because of that. Like that, you cause firestorms. Anyway, s- skipping the CDC down in Massachusetts. We, how much time do we have? <laughs> this will be the part of the century. <laughs> Get Rochelle in the pod. Um so youth sports guy, uh, two outdoor masking not required for schools at recess or childcare centers outside also, which we'll have to sort of see what the town wants to do with that. Wait, step back, step back. So, so for school sports, masks are not required at all. Yeah, I'm not, I, I listened, I read everything. That was the headline. No, no masks required for youth sports outside. So I assume and it's the same for high school then, sports. Okay, good. Um, outdoor masking at recess and here, uh, you know, for outdoor play even when distance cannot be maintained, has been lifted. Great. Indoor mask all use still required. Ages, all ages. And then indoor mask use still required all, all, eight, all grades K-12 uh, and state licensed EC facilities. And the governor said, if, wait, I'm wait, not, if I'm not misquoting, all restrictions will be lifted by May 29th. So masks, all mas- capacity limits will be lifted. Masks inside of school still. But with the exception of schools and other businesses that can require them. I, know, so, I didn't look at that list yet. So, so schools, schools inside will not change, but like the, the life outside of school feels like you don't have to wear a mask anywhere. Will I continue to do so? The answer is probably going to be yes, actually, as we talked about last week. In so school also. School still mask required. Yeah, 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 yeah and that's going to stay that for a long not, time. not changed. Yeah. No, not, and I think it probably should not change. Yep. But I'm outside really play, of course, let's, let's get those masks off. Camp guidance will also change, which is also huge. We'll see about public beaches and pools, et cetera, but uh, a lot is happening very, very quickly based on the changing guidance from the CDC, which there's a lot of gray there, Dave, about people who are not going to get vaccinated and won't wear their masks, and like, what about that? What about kids who are not vaccinated, which you can comment on? I don't know, um, but it's going to be, it's all going to be happening real soon, which is a little bit surprising. Um, I don't know if you're surprised about that, but it is what it is. I am, I am, I'm, I'm, lots of thoughts. Like, I think that we have more information on 
um, the virus and if you're vaccinated and um, what that means. It's not perfect, but what it means. And I think that being outside in general, what that means. Well, is it not, is it not now clear? Could you say to me that if you've been vaccinated, you're not going to spread the virus full stop, except mm-hmm. in very rare cases? You have to, yeah, you, so you are protected from getting it better, not perfect. But you can, so you can still get it, but yes. you will not transmit it. It's, it's transmission is low. Super low. Is it not super low? Or and is outside it outside like, is even it's super low. And yeah. even outside And outside is it's super, almost impossible what it feels like, right? Yeah. As we so talked about last thing. week. So, so I think the the, the, the data that they're vaccinated. Use, but then the, then now the issue But becomes, then the folks who aren't, right? That's where it comes in. And then you get the kids who aren't, right? But the kids it's but then it's a whole different ball game with kids. It's and you can dissect the numbers on that. Um, and it's just gonna be and it's 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 a relief in some ways. It makes sense in some ways, and it's stressful in others right now. And you know, would you go into a store where they don't require masks, um, not if your kids haven't been vaccinated, or um, and and even if they, the kids went in with masks, there's still that risk because the mask, you know, one masking isn't as good as two people masking. Sure. So, but 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 there's a lot here. So here's a, here's what I'm not going to do. What are you not going to do? I'm not going to go to a restaurant and eat. I'm not. I am going to wear a mask in stores, but outside, yep. done. Yep. I'm pretty much done with it outside, I and that. I think that's very exciting. I get that. I, I can appreciate that. I, I think that's. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Like, I'm not going to be seeking out crowds. I'm not. Yep. No need. Yep. Uh, you know, my, my adjustments I've made to my life mm. when it comes to sort of uh, doing stuff out of the home, which isn't super necessary, it's fine. You know, I don't need to spend all this money going out to eat now because I'm used to just, you know, taking, taking care of it myself but and doing take thing, out, you yeah, know? But, there was, but pe- and people still can wear masks. And, people can still wear masks, and right? And still social distance. So it'll be and fascinating to see how this breaks over time, yeah. you know? So I think it's pretty fair to say that I expect that masks will be required inside for kids for a fair amount of time yeah. still. Yeah. And, and also... And the question is until when. It's also, I mean, also worth, worth noting that outside of this country and other countries, COVID just rages... Yep. And variants are going to emerge, yep. which are going to make it here. Yep. What's going to happen? So let's just go ahead and be cautious with our kids, perhaps. Yep. I'm fine with that. I'm also fine with us living our lives. If, if you want to take that risk, and I won't be taking a whole lot of risk because yep. I'm just happy doing this sort of thing right now. Agreed. So that's, that's good. What are you going to do with the doctor's office? Masks on. Masks on. Masks on. I, I've told people before, I, I can tell you that if me being vaccinated, I, I, I think things through like, indiv- like an individual. Like I really mm-hmm. think things, you know, and, and how would I do? But what would I do? But not, doesn't mean that you would do that. But just say uh, we are not taking masks off in the office. Say that. But I tell parents, like if I'm sitting in the office right now with your child and you, and we and you are vaccinated and I am vaccinated. The chance of you of, of the of the transmission even in this room is extremely low, um, even though your child's not vaccinated. I wouldn't do that. But we just I, I guess what I think of it, we have the safety we have the safety net right now. You know, masks and vaccinations, right? Um, especially in the office. So um, I just think that I wouldn't take a mask off, and we should all be masked. You know, masked, but. Um, I just know that we have that little bit, you know, especially because we're in close quarters. We have the, we have this this huge like um, safety net now with the vaccinations, even if not everybody in the room is vaccinated. Because occasionally some some um, kid, I walk in the room and the parent will have the mask off right before I walk in, and I said it's okay, put it on, but you know, I'm not judging you. It's okay, and the kid may not have the mask on the whole time. I just know that there's this. We have this. Um, the vaccines are good. The vaccines are good. Vaccines are pretty good. Yeah, it's huge. 
and I and I, I mean it is it's, and it's a big it's a big move, right? They went from one week this to the next week that the CDC did this, um, but I think that it's it makes sense with what we know. But the problem is is how everybody applies it. Mm-hmm. That's the big sure. And I, I I go back to for example. The American Academy Pediatrics recommends no sunscreen on kids under six months of age. Why is that? You know, we know that kids under six months of age, or infants, they have their skin's very sensitive to the sun. We don't want them to get, you know, too much sun exposure, sunburned, um, sun damage. So we and we don't want parents to, you know, expose their kids to the sun unnecessarily, and we want them to protect them other ways. Could they use sunscreen under six months of age? 100%. Why not? What's in between a four-month-old and a seven-month-old? Nothing. It's not going to hurt them medically. But if we just said globally, yeah, it's fine to put sunscreen on kids under six months of age, parents are like, oh, my kid can go to the sun and go to the beach, you know, and that's the problem. So it's all how mm. the, the guidelines we give, how you apply them in real time, you know. So kids can use sunscreen under six months of age if they need to, but you don't want them to have to need it too much. And this is where the guidelines come in from the CDC. They're saying we, th- we feel this is okay, but that's where the I think that's where the controversy comes in. What do we do with all the all the information, right? There's a lot of information out there. Yeah, this is yeah. A lot yeah, of I, folks aren't. A lot of folks are just going to continue to refuse the vaccine. Yep. Especially in other parts of the country, and it's we're seeing how this drama plays out. But I'm glad I'm glad that we're in a spot now where COVID is on the decline. Yeah, this is the vaccinations are on the yeah. This is are, the time are, to are, do it. In on the incline, and kids are getting vaccinated. I think when my, when Orr went to Lowell for the vaccination, he saw like five other Bedford kids. And I see pictures all over the place of, of 12. And these kids, I'm like, wow, that, yeah, they're 12, getting their vaccine. My daughter turns 12 next month. We'll get her right in there. You know, Let's go. I mean, you know, they talk about herd immunity, right? And the yeah. question is, will we reach herd immunity in the United States as a whole? It's going to be tough if people are not getting vaccines. But will we reach, I mean, Massachusetts is probably going to get that um, by, by vaccinating. Um, and you talk about, like, the kids. You know, we are working on getting vaccines in our office um, sure. prior to the next few weeks or so. There's, you know, there's a lot of talk about how we're going to do that. You know, storage storage of this Pfizer vaccine that has to be stored at on oh, that's negative a super cold one. Yeah. yeah, you know, have so many days to use it. But the thing is, I'm I'm happily saying like I'm not as worried about getting the vaccine right now because every all the people, all, so many kids that I know are getting the vaccine. Sure, they're like running. Parents and kids are running to get this vaccine. Have, have you had a situation where the parents are saying, "I'm not getting a vaccine, but I'm make my kid get a vaccine"? Not that I no, I haven't. I haven't okay. been aware of that. And I have a lot of parents ask me, "What would I do?" Right, and I was like, and "Get I the vaccine." Get I feel vaccine. very comfortable with it. And I say, sure. if it was down to two years of age right now, and my my daughter was two years of age, I get the vaccine for them. Me too. Being here, I'll be on menu. At some point, that's going to happen, David. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Soon. so hu- hugely eventful news this morning. Yeah, it's big stuff. And uh, I think we'll see more clarity around that as we head towards later this week. Um, and people will, people are going to, some people will be very excited to, to crowd into restaurants and beaches in Fenway. And I'm like, hey, go, go for it. Well, that's interesting. What, what do they say about sports venues? I didn't, I mean, I read no capacity limits, but I, I don't want to say that's certainly true. Um, you know, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I wouldn't be rushing down to Disney World right yet. I'm not uh, going to Florida anytime soon, just in general. But, you know, when that's, you, that's a separate, like, that's a separate issue. You're the guy that was talking about the Florida man stuff. Uh, yeah, Florida man. Florida, we did too many, a lot of Maine news, not a lot of Florida news recently. Um, what else happened recently? Uh, for those of you that are concerned about Liverpool, a, a miraculous 95th minute header from their goalie, David. The first headed goal by a goalie in the history of their Premier League. 
Very exciting to salvage three points and keep them in the running for Champions League with two games to go. That was really exciting. So the goalie, I'm going to have to look at this on, on video. The goalie, the goalie scored a header. He left his net. He left his net. It was a final play of the game, a final corner. Liverpool playing. Oh, they um, brought him. They brought him up because it was playing West West Brom or West Ham. I forget. The time, they, time was. They be needed out. all three points. It was one one. He comes up. And just beautifully heads it into the corner. And people went bananas because they needed the three points to stay close to the top four. Because uh, that that's what gets you in the Champions League. What so that was crazy and exciting. I didn't watch it, but James sent me the Instagram what video. What did John Henry say about that? John would be very excited. It's, 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 it's tens of millions of dollars at stake between playing in the Champions League and playing in the Europa League. So it's good for Liverpool. Our buddies in Paris, PSG, three, uh, two, one point back with one game to go. So that's exciting against Lille. And on a more somber note, like terrible things happening in Israel, but you know, it, it is what it is. It's and uh, no secret rise stand on it. And, um, you know, just hopefully this all will calm down soon. And, uh, you know, yeah, um, just, just bad. A lot of bad stuff happening right now. There's some bad stuff. Always some bad stuff. Mm. But as you said, the most important number is one. There you go. One day at a time. One pot at a time. Um, speaking of the vaccination, I was, I, was, I was looking at the Lewiston Sun Journal, Dave. You know, you know what county has the lowest vaccination rate in Maine? Um, no. The three lowest counties, David. I'm sorry to say, Franklin County, forty percent. Oxford County, forty-one percent. Oxford, I was going to say. Androscoggin, forty-two. Uh, Andrus, Third lowest me. vaccination rate in the state of Maine. Androscoggin and Oxford. That's crazy. What's that? What's the highest? 45%? I did not pull that for you. I mean, no. Does is anybody over fifty percent? Fifty percent. Of Mainers, twelve years of older, have gotten the vaccine. Portland. There we go. I will say that the, the mobile vaccination it was in Lewiston on Friday. It will be in Poland this week. That's great. Hashtag Poland. They should give out some burritos. They should just drive around the lake and see who's boating. Some hey, burritos and some slushies, some slurpees. And a oh, I didn't print out the second part of the article. They are giving away like gift certificates to the Sea Dogs and Oxford Speedway. It's like to get incentives. The vaccine. Yeah. And here we're like, where's the vaccine? We'll pay you to get it. It's, it's amazing what's happening. Have you been up to Maine recently? You been up to the lake? What's we actually happened? went up um, Saturday, Sunday, this oh, weekend. interesting. Quick, you tell me that. Quick. A little boat? Boat uh, out? No boat. Is uh, the boat in the water? No. <laughs> so it turns out. <laughs> it's just no. Like, not so, at all. So, <laughs> yeah, we, went, we literally went up for t- maybe 24 hours. We had to get back and forth. Um, hey, interrupting. Dave goes so many places for, like, one night. Just to like go and come back. I really I think it's in my that. blood. Because only because there's only because there's one child to bring, not five. No, we would do that too. We used to go up to. Uh, we do that all the time. Yeah, with, with two, not with five. two girls. Just saying. Well, five, a little, I, bit, a little I get bit different. No, Five's we travel with Maddie and three dogs. Okay, and there, there we go. That's actually hard. And got Jen you. with a broken ankle. So that's it's, it's the same. All right, I got so, you. I got you. you, know, you know, it's like you don't need a pool if your neighbor has a pool, right? So it turns out my uh, neighbor, a new neighbor up in. Uh, you have a new neighbor. Well, he came moved in a couple years ago. Okay. Bought a mother of a pontoon boat, so bigger than. Oh wait. yeah, but and it runs, and the door doesn't fall doesn't off, work. and it stops when you shut off the when you shut off the. I was telling Maddie, <laughs> I was telling Maddie, our boat is special. Our boat has um, boat personality. Works half the time. <laughs> doesn't always start up. The door falls off. You, the it, it might spew gas in places. There's a hornet's nest in the in the uh, in the canopy. Oh and sometimes God. when you shut it off, it doesn't always shut off. You have to use the kill switch. We have a special boat, Very but special. our neighbor has like a brand new uh, pontoon boat. That this is, is not Scott. Somebody else. No. Uh, yeah, Brian Hamlin, great guy. Yep. So she's been on that. So I'm like, do I even need to put my boat in the water this year? Um, do you have? You have 
But you have another boat. So we you have Scott the and I share. Boat. So right, Scott right, has right the power boat. Yeah. So the, the thing is, like pontoon boats right now, it's like buying. It's like trying to buy lumber. Oh, you can't. Yeah. You can't even get them. Yeah. Because not, everybody's buying them. Well, um, ev- everyone's buying. Some yeah, people are buying. Some are buying them. <laughs> you can't. You can't get them made. So what I'm waiting for is like the fire. Sale is that gonna, because of demand or because of like the materials required to make it are not available? Both. Both. Yeah. I'm not sure why those are different things. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, and so. Um, so I'm hoping that in a year or two, there's going to be a fire sale and boats everybody bought doesn't want anymore. Then I'm going to grab one. At hashtag that lumber. And then mine will hashtag work. We're, we, um, we, we ordered some lumber, Dave. You want to know why? Why? Getting our windows redone. Ooh, baby. 25 windows. What's that go Wicked for? cheap. Um, but we're getting the interior work done with like the, the trim. So a lot of lumber on order and looks like 12, 12, 14 weeks out. So hopefully in August, we'll get some new windows. Who's doing that? Oh, home de- uh, place. Looks like O'Sullivan installs up in Billerica. Um, and uh, I mean, the windows are probably as old as the house, if not a little bit younger. So it's, it's, it's definitely time for, for winter to get it done. That's so great. thanks to the uh, IRS and the stimulus, we got some extra money to spend. So we're going to invest in do, some windows do, 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 and freshen your college and a few other things. But this is James last week of high school, Dave Geller. Five days Last to week of high school? Last week of high school is this week. It's Holy. crazy. That's crazy. It is crazy. I'm not emotional about it. I think my wife's a little bit emotional about it. He's, I think, pleased to be done and be home and just like hang out with the dog and his friends and play baseball and get, uh, get the getting ready for lifeguarding this summer and summer baseball. And this is it. It's unbelievable. Like, I, remember, I remember the first day of kindergarten and this is last year of 12th grade. I'm going to call it's crazy. I'm calling Mr. Trotten right now. Uh, with the same thing. I mean, I never get the first day of kindergarten. The bus didn't stop for James. <laughs> and we had to drive him to school, and he was traumatized. <laughs> so I, think I think I let him drive himself to school with my car there on, on, uh, on the last day of Don't school. Don't James. They, they'll love you when you get there. <laughs> it was so bad. I remember they actually, it was funny because at Davis, they don't let the kindergartners do like the flag raising in the morning. But since he was late in the bus, uh, uh, you know, forgot him. They let him raise the flag the first day of school as a little treat. That's beautiful. It's uh, what a fine young man he has become, David. He has, but he he's a he's a very nice, solid young man. Nice, solid. I would say, I would say, you know, I would say he's pretty exceptional. But that's just me. I'm not biased. You can be biased, but your own son, because yeah. no one else is gonna be. <laughs> as, as we've said before, David, if you don't advocate for your kids, nobody else is going to. Exactly. Um, so I'll, I'll pump his tires as necessary. And again, in case of point, like last Tuesday, as I told you, we had four games at the same time. Four that, games at the same crazy. time. So I think what happened was, if I remember correctly, it was five days ago, six days ago. So I think that Aisley got a ride to her game in Bilbrica from the coach. She was sort of taken care of. Elizabeth had Noah for her softball game, which was at Seafield. I had Oren's game at the high school at 545, and Davi had to be at Hartwell Field across town at at 5:45, so basically i passed davi off to james at oren's game he then drove her over to her game and then came back with my car and then we caught the end of oren's game the end of noah's game and i came home at 8 15 and i'm like what's happening with dinner you know and finally at nine o'clock we ate so these we had four games at once two nights last week which is uh just a terrible thing to have to deal with but you know that's my fault that's awesome not awesome. And, you know, uh, the post I wrote once about the, the father of five, you know, yeah. which was great. I'm not doing another one, but I could just talk about that choreography until the cows come home and how I'm just always hungry now at dinner because no one's home to make dinner. So hopefully James will be helpful now that he'll be home, you know, during the day uh, up until graduation, you know, which will be uh, whatever no it's two weeks from Friday. No one's home to make dinner. 
no one's home because everyone is at a game or watching or no games. no one's home to make dinner for you? No, like no for, for ourselves. Oh, okay. So unless there's something in the crock pot, oh, which happens okay. half the time. Like saying. what's we're, happening when saying, there's dance dinner? and baseball Where's and, and blah, 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 blah. So easier tonight. Tonight we just have one baseball game, one, one track meet, and then I'm tutoring. So, now so, you, so you're, you're a aficionado of um, Harry Potter? I wouldn't go that far, but you can continue. How would, how would ha- have Hermione solved your problem? Oh, she, what's that thing she had? The time-changing thing? Yeah. The What was it called? Do you remember? The time, I don't know. It was the shapeshifter, but it was... Um, no. That's what you could have used. You could have been at four places at once. I think that was the one from the Prisoner of Azkaban, if I'm not mistaken. When she went to all those classes somehow. Yep. Yeah. It's been a while since I delved into that one, but that's I'm okay. i to read those again. To your wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> At this point, I'm just like going to bed. I'm like, even with the shows, I'm like, what, what do I really want to watch right now? I'm like, eh, nothing, mm. eh, not much. Like I said, I'm, I'm just, I'm ready for, I'm ready for the, for the year to end and summer to, to arrive. You know, well, it's good not, because without masks, summer without masks outside. Because I mean, last summer, know? right? Last summer we, we felt good, right? We had a little, little bit of a, of a low point. Me and you were like society. It was a better, it, it was, we, it was a better time because it was the COVID was dipping a little bit. Then it ramped. We knew it was going to come back, and it ramped up like gangbusters, right, for fall and winter, in mm-hmm. spring and, um, <laughs> but and forever, but. Um, but yeah, now we're hitting the summer, you know, at a good point with numbers and vaccinations. We just hope it doesn't change too much. But let's not go down that road again right now. No, I mean, I think um, I'm looking forward to summer. I think it, there'll be opportunities to go away and, and do things. And um, no, I'll, I'll figure all that Maybe out. You come up to Maine, join the boat. We should uh, hop on the, on the, on the, on the <laughs> palatial <laughs> pontoon boat and do some bald eagle spotting and we'll get that paddle out. boarding and hopefully deal with some, you know, power outages and all that good yeah, stuff. Maddie's going to camp this summer for four weeks. She's going to sleep at camp for four weeks? Yeah. Three and a half. She's going to YJ? Where's she going? YJ. Yeah. Going to YJ. Yeah. Well, that's a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah. So she'll be back in August, and that's when I'm taking some time off. But You're going to be... Oh, but your other girls will be home. Well, well, no. Well, Hannah will Hannah be, be home, no? Hannah's, uh, Hannah's moving out. What? Exactly. Breaking okay. News. Hashtag. Dave's, Dave's kids are growing older. I know. Yeah, like, oh, my what? son's she's, going she's to college. Like a little, my daughter's little, moving yeah, out. Know, yeah, whatever. Uh, getting an apartment? What's she doing? Yeah, she's going to be living in Waltham. Really? At, if you, so if you, if you, if you. What uh, part of Waltham? Big where, city. Where, where would you live in Waltham? If just like, where do people live in Waltham temporarily? Or like, where do people live in Waltham? Where's everybody you know who's like, before they bought a house in the area, not everybody. Most people pass through, they, they live, they live at. I lived all, I had four different apartments in Waltham, so all over the area we, of West Yeah, Waltham. but not, not those gross, all those apartments that we all lived in. Like, like, like where's the, <laughs> yeah, I live on Russell Street. <laughs> gross. Gross. I, I spent two years on Russell Street. We talked yeah. about, um, um, okay, well, uh, big, big condo complex. Oh, like up on like uh, like up on Lexington Street, like up around there, yeah, Garden Crest or yeah, Bishop's, Bishop's Forest. That's where she's going. Wow. Her good friend Delaney from Bedford, oh, whose nice. mom is a is a Bedford um, elementary school teacher, right? Delaney Myers. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so she's moving. When is out she moving out? In a week, next weekend. Next weekend? Yeah, and it's good. You know, she's working and I think David, she's, uh, I can't believe you didn't tell me this until the podcast. We've been busy. I mean, our lives are busy. Our lives are busy. Welcome to Hannah. It's a big step. What's that? It's a big step. It is a big step. But I think it's good for her because if she had, you know, pursued higher education, she may be somewhere else right now. Um, she's, you know, sorting out her future plans. I think it's a good time to get her feet wet and see what, you know, she's lived on her own in college in a way, but I think it's, it's a little good. bit different. Yeah. And, awesome. You know, Congratulations. I said, you know, I asked, today I said, are you excited or nervous? And 
I mean, it's like two miles from home. It's mad, home. exactly. It's not that so bad, it's, right? it's a good step. It's a good step to be out, and it's a yep. good step to see how it goes. And she can always. We're happy to have her. I, I could care less if she, she lived with us until the next big step in her life. Wow. But I think it's good for her to All get right, out. So Hannah's moving to Waltham. Jossie's living in New Hampshire this summer. Yeah, I mean, she's got a job. Um, she's working at um, Adventure Suites, I think. In, I know yeah. that place well. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, Jossie is crazy. <laughs> nice, right across from Intervale. Nice. Yeah, and she's gonna uh, work there. I never told you about. I always thought she might want to work at um, Storyland, right? But that would probably be good for a week for Jocelyn, and she would have got bored of it. Jocelyn always had this idea that she wanted to break into Storyland off season and like skateboard mm-hmm. around or walk around. And I said, we, Jen and I were like, "That's I not a great that idea." Kind of she's, like, she's like, "No one's going to be there." And I can take pictures. I'm like, "You don't think that they have like cameras?" cameras? Nah, yeah, I think it'd be fun. It'd be kind of cool to go and you know to uh, when, when, did she, when did she start work at Adventure Suites? Um, she's coming home next week, and then she's going up there. Um, Soon, a couple of weeks. Uh, probably, I think. I think in June. That's amazing. Yeah. So there goes. So she'll be up there. I imagine going to be at camp, and then we have three <laughs> You'll dogs. You'll be home alone. With three dogs. You're going to be home alone with dogs. Yeah, that's okay. We'll figure it out. I'm looking for. I'm. I'm I love having the kids around. Yep. And um, but uh, I, you know, I'm going to have yeah. some nice time with Jen and I um yeah. together with the dogs, and we'll, we'll be nice to have a little um. I mean. I'll take I'll take I'll take kids no kids whatever works so as long as everybody's happy I'm happy this is a big this is a big step for the gallers yeah I'm excited we could pot every day (laughs) (laughs) we could could. wow Dave well I'm not sure what to tell you except I'm I'm excited about I'm excited about your your sermonizing I'm excited about your kids doing great things excited about the mask mandate being lifted outside excited for James pretty good mood today yeah the week's kind of just rode away my will to sort of get up and yeah. do things. I'm so tired. Well, be careful because like, I think last week or so, we had a good, a good Monday morning and then things kind of went down. The yeah, we had, I, had, I had some stuff Monday and Tuesday, but I would say that the things broke back in my favor, I think, as the week went on. And I'm um, just, uh, again, proud of my kids and what they're up to and what they're doing. And um, it's funny because I was talking to uh, uh, Dr. Perzanowski, Liz, in the office, and uh, she's amazing. And we're just talking about um, how life, right? Like, especially our, our practice, like, it's so many ups and downs, right? You, you have these good moments and these tough moments, sure. and they can be in the, all related to all different things. Mm-hmm. In, our, in our lives as families, right, there's... One minute you're high, next minute you're low, and you just you just get back on your get back moving again, and that's that's life, right? Oh, that's Somebody, how I roll, as you know me. I'm always up and down. Yeah, but if you never, it's like it's like if, if your life had never had, you want those high, you want the highs, you accept the lows, and the highs are better, or the mediums are made better, just you know when you get out of those lows. But I can't imagine life without all those um, fluctuations. Well, that's when I see people who are just always very even and always sort of happy, and I'm like, how do you, how do you keep that up? That's an, that's an act. I kind of, <laughs> I, I, and that's a conversation. I actually kind of, I think that because I always, got, I'm pretty even keel on the What's other side. Was it called toxic positivity or something? Yeah, but <laughs> I think that, but that I think bad. that, I think that uh, sometimes you have to be human, and human means having emotions. And I was thinking like if Jen, if I, if I was never stressed ever, and Jen was, not that Jen, my wife, is stressed ever, but just say when she was stressed, I was always calm. That might be that might be stressful for her because then I wasn't understanding how stressed she was. You know, I'm, 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 I'm not putting this together correctly, but I think that I think that if you if you if you're always <laughs> if you're always high or low, that's a problem. Or if you're always so even keeled, is that real? I don't know if that's real. You want to be able to 
um, there are times that everybody, you know, gets frustrated or, or stressed, you know, and I think that's part of human nature. I've seen you be happy and stressed. You've seen it all And me. even. You know, like I'm trying to think about you. Full, I just the full palette I can't remember, of remember a time where you've been... Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, I've never, never been normal. I'm always never either normal. outlandishly, crazily happy, or like normal. spewing forth venom. You've never been normal. You've never been happier, happy than you are right now. Uh, I'm doing okay today on this fine Monday. I'm checking you out. You get, you get the shorts on that you let me borrow that time. I finally gave them back to you. you and so I think I told you. Like, I was looking for these shorts. I'm like, what happened to them? And then you showed up with them last month. You're like, oh, I've had these. I'm like, for how long? Like, we haven't run together in like 16 months, which I know, means you had them for that long. I was, actually running, <laughs> I, think, I was actually running. I've been running a little bit more. I'm like, I can maybe finally, when your knee feels better, we can maybe get back on. Yeah. There. Well, I'm, again, I'm not pushing the knee. I'm feeling really good about it. The biking has been nice just to be out there doing something. And, and I'm feeling a lot more confident just walking around. It's not clicking. It's not wobbling. It's, uh, I'm, I'm super appreciative of, uh, of Karen and Charlotte and all the folks over there. So I'm going back tomorrow and then again Friday, and I'm just going to move forward. That's awesome. So there we go. So on that note, I'm going to cut this one right now, Dave. So episode 54 in the books. Monday tradition continues. Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach. To our listeners, we will see you next week, and hopefully we'll have more updates on everything. And given how it's gone today, I would assume the answer is yes. There'll be some more guidance forthcoming that we can reflect on. So thanks, everyone. Thanks, Terry. Thanks to our Mr. Friedman for our music. And thanks for coming by today again. Have a great weekend. See you next week. What Do We Know is written by Dan Broskell and Dave Geller and produced by Terry Samaris from Lex Media and Lexington, Mass. Our theme music is from Joey Friedman, whose music you can find on SoundCloud. We'll see you next time.